I was rebelling against high school um, and they expected me to go to a Ivy League school and I was definitely scouted by some Ivy League schools and I thought, I really kind of want to stay here. Who would move out of San Francisco? That was poet and artist Kim Shuck. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. In this podcast, we get to know Kim, the most recent ex-poet laureate of San Francisco. On her mom's side, Kim is a fifth-generation San Franciscan, and she traces that lineage for us. On her dad's side, she's a member of the Cherokee Nation and has ancestors who went from Georgia to Oklahoma on the Trail of Tears. Kim talks about growing up in the city in the 1960s and 70s. She ended up staying in town to go to college at SF State, which she ends part one on. Check back Thursday for part two, the conclusion of Kim's life story, and our last podcast of 2021. Here's Kim. My mother was also born in San Francisco and grew up here, and she was a Sea Scout, which when my mom was a young lady meant that she arranged donuts on plates when the Navy came to town. Okay. My father... Wait, is that facetious about the no, donuts? No, that is literally that's, what that's happened. That's the extent of being I don't know. There may have been more of it, but that's what she remembers. Mm-hmm. She was walking away from the arrangement of donuts with her friend Kathy, who was also a Sea Scout. Um, so they were walking up Market Street towards the Castro. And my dad and his friend Joe, who were uh, in the Navy, were walking down Market Street towards the Donuts. Okay. And my understanding is that it was a time when it was not illegal to have things like ocelots that you walked in the downtown area on a leash. Mm Mm-hmm. And the ocelot of one such person got spooked and and uh, attached itself to my mother. And my father, being very much a Boy Scout kind of guy, scruffed it and detached the claws. Oh, my God. And then Mom wanted to go out with his friend Joe, but Joe thought that the height difference would be too weird because... Hmm. My mother is not quite as soaringly tall as I am, mm. and Joe was well over six feet. Okay. And, uh, and it just would dad. have been a strain on her neck after a while, I would think. Or it would look weird when they were dancing. <laughs> I think that was the concern. Yeah. So that's how my parents met. And then they wrote to one another for a long period of time while dad was on cruises for the Navy. And then they got married. Do you know when that? Meeting on, was it on Market Street that this it was on wrestling Market Street about six in Market. <laughs> okay, and do you know about about when? I want to say it was the late fifties. I want to say, maybe yeah, the late fifties. Okay, and then was the, he stationed in Alameda by any chance? No, he was or, stationed at Ti. Okay, so that's my dad. Okay, and he ended up in the Navy from Oklahoma. Because when he went to go enlist, and he really wanted to get out of Oklahoma and away from his parents. I can imagine and relate. It, you know, mm-hmm. you'd have to go. I mean, the town is now condemned. So it's... Oh. Um, he knew something. Maybe. Yeah. It had been sinking for a while. It was a mining town in northeastern Oklahoma. 
Um, a pretty part of the state, at least. It, it's very pretty. Ozarks, it's yeah. very pretty. It's not quite at the Ozarks, sort of okay. almost Flint Hills. Anyway, um, he wanted to go enlist, and the, he wanted to be a Marine, but the Marine recruiter was closed, and the Navy recruiter was not, and so he became a naval naval officer. And he enlisted in the Navy mm-hmm. and was career and then oh. stopped being career and became an electronics engineer in Silicon Valley at the early edge of that. Okay. So that's my dad and my mom. Uh, that would have been the, then the 60s. 70s. 70s. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He finally was done with the Navy in the 70s. And then, but meeting and I'm assuming marrying your mom. Yeah, was, totally it, marrying my mom. That's what yeah. brought him out here to live. That's probably what stuck him out here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Although it could have, it could have been that he he probably would have ended up in Texas if he wasn't in mm-hmm. California because of the tech thing. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. father's a genius. Mm-hmm. In, in in a time when we use that word. In a really undifferentiated way. My father's still a genius. He's mm-hmm. really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and your mom's family is the one that has deep and long SF roots. Yes. Okay. So her parents met at the Polish Hall. Mm-hmm. I, the way the story gets told, I'm not entirely sure that they didn't get married because they looked good dancing together. There's I, dancing again. It's very difficult to yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I do. I do kind of love that. I mean, it is sort of cool, right? And it's not necessarily like what you're talking about is they looked good dancing together. Yeah, they looked good dancing together. <laughs> you know, they were a uh, good size for one another. My grandmother, once again, not quite as soaringly tall as my mother. So we're talking mm-hmm. well into the four foot something or other mm-hmm. range. Um, but my grandfather was only about my height, like mm. five three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Not a notably tall group of people. Mm-hmm. I am actually the tall woman in the family. Okay. I'll have you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, did you grow up with those grandparents? I did. I grew up with... I had four grandparents until oh. high school. Were your dad's parents still school. in Oklahoma or did they... Where were they? Yeah. My dad's parents continued to live in Pitcher where my grandfather passed away and my grandmother ended up living in Miami, Oklahoma. Um, after that, because they condemned pictures, so she mm, had to leave. <laughs> mm. So you spent a little bit of time going out to visit them? I spent them. time with them. I spent time with the other grandparents. I had two great-grandmothers that I knew pretty well who weren't gone until like my junior year in high school. Okay. that Was that here in San Francisco, those great-grandmothers? Uh, no, one of them lived in northeastern Oklahoma in the same town as my grandparents, and mm. the other one... By then was who she had lived in San Francisco, but by then she was living in Connecticut. Oh yeah, okay. So, do you know the story of whichever on your mom's side, whichever ancestor came to San Francisco, and if so, like what, what it was that brought them? Why here? San Francisco? I mean, because that's the story of essentially why you're here. Yeah, it's the origin of that story. Yeah, you know. I, I'm not sure I know why it was San Francisco, Hmm. but you know, San Francisco has called to people since really before, uh, before it was San Francisco. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a remarkable place in a lot of ways. It's, um, the weather is good. Um, I mean, 
<clears throat> we're looking out the window right now at quite a lovely day. Mid-ish December. Yeah, although I am looking at a house right now that was ill-advisedly painted charcoal gray and is now mm. looking quite scabrous as the gray paint peels off mm -hmm. in the sunshine. But <laughs> apart from that, um, you know, it's mid-December and it's really nice. Um, so we're not subject to any real dramatic shifts of weather mm -hmm. and uh natural beauty and, all around and us. you know writers and other people i don't i couldn't tell you um what the draw really necessarily was but it's a great place to land you know Particularly if you're willing to invest in it and make your art here, mm, you know, mm -hmm. as opposed to just robber baron everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is a certain amount of extractive uh, <laughs> influx Literally. at the moment. Yes. But that's not always going to be the case. And you right. see various, you know, waves of it. And mm -hmm. presumably there'll be a medium-sized earthquake and like the last medium-sized earthquake a bunch of these people will just go oh my goodness the ground shakes here and they will leave <laughs> and then we will have our space back and it will be fine mm -hmm. and the people who've invested emotionally and in terms of community who it doesn't matter to me where or when they they came if you're investing in the place emotionally and in community then please feel free you know and come that, play and that sounds like what at least your mom's side of the family. Yeah. They, they've been those types of folks. Yeah, well, my grandfather there. helped build a lot of it because he was um, he was part of the... He was a housing contractor. He sort of landed in the painter's union, but, I mean, he was part of the whole process here mm -hmm. at one point. And, you know, my mom, who really at the time didn't have to... I, I mean, when my mom... When I was a kid... Uh, because I had a two-parent house, mom didn't really have to work. That's mm -hmm. how the whole thing was designed, right? Mm -hmm. One of them stays home. Mm -hmm. But she ended up uh, working at the school across the street, even though she didn't have to, and ended up being a special needs para for many, many years, helping kids who were mainstreamed into the school district. And, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, definitely invested when when I was a kid, uh, my mom was one of the founding members of the first co-op nursery school in San Francisco, oh, wow. okay. which was Noe Valley Nursery School, mm -hmm. and uh, the teacher of which was uh, Nina. She her last name wasn't Yonkelson at the time, but we'll just say it was Yonkelson because that's okay. what it became later and what it was before. Mm -hmm. Um. And mom missed the first planning meeting because she was having my brother. Mm. But I was part of the first co-op nursery school. The co-op nursery school started the Noe Valley Street Fair, which hasn't been around for a long time, but was for a very long time uh, an institution in Noe Valley. Mm. And uh, the two bands that played at the first one were oh. um, Jefferson Airplane. Mm-hmm who beat out the Grateful Dead. But I think Moby Grape also played. Okay. So these are San Francisco stories for real. Yes, they are. <laughs> I Where believe was... they were paid in food, too. I don't think they got a check. I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> Where where was that fair? Was that it was on, on 24th Street between okay. Sanchez and 
Castro, and okay. it was there for a long. It, they did it yearly for a long time, but it started as a fundraiser for the nursery school. Oh wow! Yeah. And your mom worked there, even though you like you said she didn't yeah. have to. She didn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. And because of that connection, you and your brother both went. There, we both or? went there, and then my kids went there when they awesome. got old enough to go. Awesome. But uh, on that side of the family, we we went to Alvarado elementary for a period of time and uh mom had gone to alvarado elementary okay and her godmother had gone to alvarado elementary when it was located at a different place okay so the city's grown and changed while we've been here we've definitely seen a lot of it um and i reserve the right to be a little snotty about how i think people are are in this place but but also it's it's one of those places where if you're willing to throw down and participate it's it's like i don't see any reason why why to be nasty about it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because we need new artists it's not like every artist is going to raise artists you know Right. right so did you so let's let's uh then i guess talk about your immediate family was it just you and your brother me and my brother siblings okay and he's older nope Oh, you're you're the first. I am the oldest. Okay. On my dad's side, I'm the oldest. My dad was the oldest. My grandfather was the oldest. I was the first great grandchild. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, uh, can you tell folks what neighborhood besides school, like what what neighborhood y'all grew up in, and and mostly the mission, mm-hmm. um, the mission, Noe Valley, the Castro, mm-hmm. that hillside right there, that ridge mm-hmm. between the Castro. And Noe Valley, and then down towards, you know, Valencia. I went to Marshall School. I went to Edison. I went to um, Everett. Mm-hmm. So uh, That's the middle school, right? That, Everett. Everett is the middle school. That's okay. on, Yeah, the one that's... Over on church. Over on church. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, the, you couldn't be closer to the mission because the mission is literally on the other side of the block across the street from there. Mm-hmm. So, and did you grow up in the house that, that's on I didn't Eureka, grow or? up in that house. Okay. That was my, you know, that's the grandparents' house. But, okay. you know, the family's been there for a really long time. And mm-hmm. um, and the grandparents lived on a bunch of, in a bunch of different places. I had a funny moment where I had a friend who used to work at uh, the Castro Gardens restaurant on mm-hmm. Castro between 18th and 19th. And uh, he's he he passed a while back, but um, he had an apartment on Collingwood, and I was there having tea with him one time, just sort of looking around, going, "This room looks so familiar." <laughs> and then I realized that that's where my grandparents had lived when my mother was born. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like There's a reason. <laughs> I find myself in places in the city that where there are snapshots of. From when you were from very when, young. Well, or, or from or when my mother was very young. Yeah. You know? And then at one point, my great-grandmother cleaned house for uh, then Father Lynn, mm-hmm. who is now commemorated at Most Holy Redeemer as Monsignor Lynn. And it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the marks that different lives leave and the sort of webs of lives lived in this city go pretty deep. Mm-hmm. Um what was your mom's um, family made like her maiden name? And... Her maiden name yeah. is Vialgush. Okay. Okay, but the great grandmother who kept house for 
Father Lin was, uh, her, their last name is Vengen, which is not spelled like that sounds. Okay. <laughs> it is Polish, and it is from, you know, that part of Eastern Europe where there was a dearth of vowels. Do you want to, okay, so so way, maybe what decade did you grow up in, and, and what was San Francisco, and especially those neighborhoods, what were they like? I grew up in like? the 60s and the 70s. Okay. And... Uh, what is it like? Nothing, nothing major happened in that area. Nothing major nothing, in the yeah. 60s as far as no, I can recall. Nothing. It's really, well. <laughs> it's very funny because when I was a kid, I think I thought that smell was cologne mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that all of the adults smelled like. Mm-hmm. And it was years later when I realized that it was pot. Mm-hmm. Um what else was interesting about them? Well, I don't know. There been... was all this great foment of 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 fabulous um, just creativity. So mm-hmm. people bought a bunch of. It's sort of the opposite of what's happening right now. So we've got all of these houses being painted matte gray mm-hmm. um, or different colors of gray, and then you know, as a bit of a uh, an aside, periodically you get a beige one. Um, but what was happening in San Francisco at that time was all of the old Victorians were getting painted really complicated. Mm-hmm. Like every single detail is picked out in something. And then you start seeing like gold leaf on some of it and hand just painting, hand painting mm-hmm. the houses. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, and then there are a couple of other things. Um, you started seeing people embellishing, the the periodic pillars in front of people's mm-hmm. houses would occasionally like some artist would move in there'd be extra sculpture mm-hmm. put onto the I'm thinking of a couple of houses in, in the hate right now mm-hmm. um almost everybody I knew was <clears throat> somebody's most parents seemed to be making things of some sort and you could always mm-hmm. sort of learn really cool things from them so um I think there's one funny story where uh, one of my uh, fellow students at Noe Valley Nursery, um, the his father was a a sculptor, and his mother came home and was like, "Why can I only find one of my boots?" <laughs> As he's getting ready to pour plaster of Paris into one of her boots, oh it's like, God. "Do not pour plaster of Paris into my boot." <laughs> But um, there was always some sort of creativity going on. And I remember a moment in my childhood where most of the toys stopped being injection molded plastic and became handmade wooden mm, toys. And awesome. I have a pretty good memory of a lot of things that happened in the in the late 60s and the early 70s. And a lot of the adults who were there have no such memory because of that smell of the right. that I thought was cologne. Right. <laughs> What kind of things were you besides creativity or, you know, like what, what kind of things were you doing running around with friends? Mostly. Well, it was at one of those times when, you know, your parents would kick you out of the house and go, don't come back until there are bats. So, you know, we'd run around. I was, I was across the street from a schoolyard. So I used to go skate and then the kid down Meaning the roller, street, roller skate, roller skate. Yeah. and then the kid down the street helped me learn how to ride a bicycle mm. um and i run into his brother periodically who is in the police force mm. i mean you know so some of us are still around yeah. um what else i played a lot of jacks oh yeah 
a lot of thorough. jacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, which, you know, I don't know if it Im- appealed to me because I have fine motor skills or mm-hmm. if it... <laughs> Or if that developed my fine motor skills, I'm not sure. Chicken egg. Chicken egg. But there's definitely a relationship with the fact that I did it a lot in that. The thing I remember about Jacks, I we had them at, in my, my house too. But also, like if they were left out, oh sure, stepping yeah. on them is fun. Oh, Love you know that. what? With the father I had and his, you didn't want to. You really didn't want to be the cause of some kind of midnight injury. The Legos and the Jacks were pretty well put away. Yeah. Yeah. So those are some of the memories. I I mean, the the outdoor concerts and stuff were really incredible. The San Francisco Mime Troupe was a Mm. big deal Mm -hmm. for me when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And uh, what else? Can I ask a quick yeah. question? Because you mentioned roller skating. Um, yeah. Our guest on next week's episode that I'm editing right now is David Miles of Church of Eight Wheels. Yeah. Did you know about them, or they maybe? I little... didn't, but okay. um, we we had a person, another kid in the. Um, we had one of the Calvellos in in the nursery school whose aunt was. A roller derby queen. Oh, so. awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so there was that. Were you big into roller skating? I, I was kind I of into roller skating. Antique skates There's in there. some antique skates in the other That's room. Awesome. That is entirely true. Mm-hmm. Um, I just gave Doug a skate key because, oh. you know, it's you a romantic gesture. Mm-hmm. I have a zoo key from back in the day, too, in the San Francisco Zoo. Um, well, no, that's a great example. Like, what kind of things, as a kid parts different parts of the city sure would you go to like fisherman's wharf i don't know when i was older i did fisherman's wharf we played a lot in the in the playground at the park and of course the diggers were on that side of Mm. the and it was that time Mm -hmm. and the diggers were there at that end of the park as well um which is a good linky to diane de prima Mm -hmm. (laughs) sure um who was another poet laureate of San Francisco. And then, right, so when I uh, was in elementary school, Ruth Asawa had started the Alvarado Arts Project, and she was a neighbor. And uh, my mother did a lot of stuff with her. And did you know her? I knew her really well. She mm-hmm. was probably my first art teacher. Oh, wow. Not, I mean, the that's thing awesome. is, that's not as unusual as it might sound. It's like, yes, this internationally known phenomenal artist was my first art teacher. Mm-hmm. Me and thousands of other students in Alvarado <laughs> School right. over the years. But, um, but we became friends later, too. So she was probably my first art teacher. Mm-hmm. We ran into each other later on. Um, and I was doing some other stuff. I had independently from her, uh, done a lot of work with origami. Um, and, uh, we became friends again and then we lost track again and became friends again when I was in art, when I was actually doing my MFA in art at SF state. And, uh, by the way, almost everyone who's been on this show and then myself, there's an SF state connection. It's the number, it's the number one connection on the show. SF state is an incredible school. And a lot of the things that Berkeley likes to claim they started actually started at SF state. For example, for a while I worked in the American Indian studies department Mm -hmm. out there and ethnic studies started at San Francisco state. Mm -hmm. It was the first place that had an actual school of ethnic studies. Wasn't that a result of the strike? And it was a result of the third world strikes, which was also part of the whole free speech movement right. and and uh the takeover of alcatraz also 
had a real SF State, SF State connection, mm-hmm. which is why there is a Richard Oaks room in the <laughs> student union. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's an incredible school. It always was an incredible school. It's becoming slightly less incredible, but I, again, have to say things go in waves. Yeah. It will get to the point where it now starts ticking off the students who will then mm. take some charge of it and reverse all of the bad things that have happened. It's a, you know, one step forward, one step back, one step forward. It's a, yeah. do, you know, we're, we're cha-chaing is what we're doing. It's okay. The cultural, the great cultural cha-cha. cha-cha. Do you want to talk about your Cherokee? <laughs> My Cherokee heritage. Heritage, yeah. <laughs> so I'm a, um, a citizen of the Cherokee Nation of Oklahoma, mm-hmm. um, which is very specific and um, would probably take way too long to explain the specificity of it. My family is originally from northern Georgia. Uh, we came to Oklahoma as part of the, the great relocation project that was the Trail of Tears. Um, and my family are some of the people who survived that walk. So um, that's us. And... Uh, when did the name Shuck come in and, and oh, why? Oh, don't ask that question. Okay. <laughs> that, the, the family is complicated. This is what I will say about, about that side of the family. The family is incredibly complicated. Most of the stories that I was told as a child are um, marginally true, <laughs> but not the parts you would expect. So it's really confusing. We're sort of trying to track some things down now. Um my brother talked my father into doing um, sort of the uh, ancestry testing thing. Mm-hmm. And we found out some very exciting and completely new to us pieces of information about the family that, um, that are kind of cool. So we're kind of taking it in okay. right now. And, okay. and the, the stories are all shifting to the extent that it's really hard to say. Right. But what we do know is that my... Um, my grandfather's mother's grandfather was the head of the Cherokee Supreme Court for a period of time um, that were related to a lot of people that you've heard of who are Cherokee. Mm -hmm. Um, The other side of the family is a little more mysterious and we're kind of learning some new things about that at at this time. But Okay, fair enough. Let's go back to um, your life. I mean, you mentioned SF State, but let's, 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 Tell a, a version of your story that gets you to yeah, SF State. State. Yeah, you and you, so you Alver- names up some, some schools, but yeah, Alvarado School, and then Marshall, and then Edison, and then Everett, and then another school who will remain nameless because okay, sure, because they piss me off, uh, and then um, San Francisco State in part because. I was rebelling against high school Hmm. Um, and they expected me to go to a Ivy league school and Mm -hmm. I was definitely scouted by some Ivy league schools. And Mm -hmm. I thought I really kind of want to stay here. Who would move out of San Francisco? That was Kim Shuck. On the next storied San Francisco, hear the rest of Kim's story. It will also be our last podcast of 2021. Part two drops Thursday wherever you listen to podcasts. Music for the podcast was produced, performed, and curated by Otis McDonald. Original photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. 
Aaron Lim of Bitch Talk Podcast is our contributing producer. And the show is produced and hosted by me, Jeff Hunt. Now in our fourth season, we have more than 160 episodes available on our website, storiedsf.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can, please rate and review our show so we can reach even more folks. We love email. Drop us a line at storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Stay strong, stay healthy, keep dreaming, and we'll see you next time on Storied San Francisco. This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcasts.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.